Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Welcome back to the program. I am super blessed that you have taken time out of your day to join us here on Shouts of Grace. If you are a first-time listener, we want to, as always, welcome you and say uh, thank you for uh, taking that time and to let you know that we do have a website that you can go to, that's shoutsofgraceradio.com, and there at shoutsofgraceradio.com, we have a number of past episodes, about five years worth, maybe five and a half years worth, um, I'm hosting uh, or ho- hosting a number of topics from you know um, certain scriptures, certain um, maybe things that are happening happening in our world today. Um, and so that's for your uh, listening enjoyment. We encourage you to go to that. If you are a return listener, we want to say um, welcome back and how blessed we are to have you a part of the Shouts of Grace radio family. And as always, we want to um, give a shout out to Key Radio for the use of their studios here in Provo, Utah. Um, Being a part of the Key Radio family for the last uh, six years has been a tremendous blessing, and so thank you as always to them uh, for that. If you uh, don't know how uh, Shouts of Grace usually runs, we have um, discussions. We have discussions with people, uh, pastors usually that uh, or church leaders that are in the area where where we are in Utah or outside the area. They call in and, and we just have a simple discussion. And so today will be no different. I am in studio today with a good friend of mine and one of the pastors at Redemption Hill Church where we serve alongside one another, Pastor Joe Funicello. How's it going, my brother? Good morning, Steve. Going very well. Thank you. Awesome. Joe, I wanted to do something today um, because we uh, at, at Redemption Hill, we experienced something this last week that, um, you know, a lot of people don't really get to see a lot of times in their life. It just it was just a real um, phenomenal work of God. Uh, we had a baptism and we had 34 people get baptized, which is, you know, we're, we're, we're not a huge church, which is just, you know, phenomenal. In, in that baptism, you know, towards the end when, when we shared the gospel and gave an invitation for people to surrender their lives to Christ, we had five more recommitments in the midst of that. Um, and at the very end, we had one girl come running down the um, after everything's, you know, baptisms are over, one girl comes running down in her dress with all of her clothes, and she wants to make a public profession of Christ by being baptized. And so she gets in, and we baptize her with all of her clothes on. It's just a, there, there was just something very organic about all that was happening, and it was just super special to be a part of. I mean, I had several people come up to me, and even some text me afterwards, we've never seen anything like that in our life, you know? Um, and so... God's God's doing a work and he's moving. I mean, I I know of a church here in Orem, um, Center Point, where two weeks ago they had 110 people that were baptized in the Provo River. I mean, there, there's something happening in in Utah that we've never really seen before, and definitely we, you and I can attest to what's happening in Northern Utah County where we're at. Um, real special, huh? Yes, yes, it is. It it uh, it's something that um, you know. Uh, like you said, it's organic. It seems to be that the 
you know, uh, the Lord is just moving upon people's hearts. He's drawing people in. And the wonderful thing is people are not, um, uh, you know, getting religion. They know this. They're coming to a relationship with Jesus Christ, and and it's what our hearts cry for, and it's what they're getting, and they're willing to um, put their faith and trust in Him and and walk that out. Yeah, when you say people aren't getting religion, you know, some people might be listening to this, and you say they're not getting religion; they're getting relationships. Some people might be listening to this, and they scratch their head, and they're like, you know, I don't, I don't understand that vernacular. I don't understand what you're saying by that. Like, like, what does that mean practically? Well, well, practically, you're not, uh, you know, Christianity is, is basically a, um, if you want to put it this way, it's, it's not a, a religion. Do good things to get God's favor. Do good things to receive from God. Uh, come to Jesus Christ. Let him uh, forgive you. Uh, let him live within your life through the Holy Spirit, and you have a relationship with God. And with that, um, with relationship with God, then now you get the opportunity to have God with you in everything you do and walk this life out in faith in Christ. And so I'm not working to please God or to get a relationship. I have a relationship. And so I have this relationship, and it's what, um, by God's grace and power, uh, empowers me or, uh, in, you know, in, I don't word employ me or fill me that I can walk out this Christianity, not for his blessings. I already have them in Christ and I have this relationship. Yeah. Amen. In fact, that's, you know, you and I were talking before, before we went on air and, you know, I was sharing with you how recently the Lord has just really convicted me in, in how, and, and, and the content of what I'm sharing when I, when I preach the gospel. And, and that simply is, and particularly, I think it's pertinent in the religious culture that we live in is, you know, people tend to affiliate with God based on um, an organization or the church they belong to. They, they, they go to a church, they, they believe God's there. And, and so the church becomes the primary focus, right? I'm, I've, I've gone to church and I've done what the church has said and I've given money to the church and the church, a church, a church. And it's almost as if the church becomes the savior, you know, in, in some weird way. And so consequently, what often happens is when the leaders in the church or a leader in the church falls or they become guilty of some sort of sin, um, people now look at that as the church is untrustworthy. Christ is untrustworthy. They walk away from the church or they walk away from, from, from God. And now they're you know, they're unbelievers, so to speak, or they're atheists, self-proclaimed atheists. And so one of the things that I've really been trying to do, you know, is, is, is lift up the person of Jesus. Jesus is Christianity. Jesus doesn't need anyone to represent him. He represents himself. He has given us the Holy Spirit, we're told in John 16, who will lead us and guide us into all truth. And the Holy Spirit will proclaim to us whatever he hears from the Father and the Son. So Jesus doesn't need men to represent him. In fact, men are terrible representatives of God. There is one mediator between God and man, and it is Christ. That is a declaration that God doesn't have any representatives of himself on earth. What he does have is he has ambassadors that he wants to use with the message to the world, be reconciled to God. But 
if a person puts their eyes on a church and that church's leaders let them down and they walk away from God, then I would say that is at best a very shallow commitment to God and your focus is in the wrong place. And so one of the things that we've been doing is we've been lifting up the person of Christ and we've been letting people know you're not coming to a religion. You're not coming to a denomination. You're not coming to Redemption Hill's version of Christianity with our list of of rules and our conduct and our behavior. And this is what it means to be righteous. You're not joining our church. You are coming to the person of Christ. That is important for people to hear because if you come to the person of Jesus and you receive Christ as your savior and you follow Christ, you will land yourself ultimately, yes, in a church, in a, in a, in a, you know, a local body of believers, but your loyalty will always be to Christ. He's the one that saves you. He's the one that will present you blameless. And People can resonate with that a little bit better, Joe, because now that's pushing out all the foulness that they're seeing in the religious structure and organization. And they're saying, I can get on board with Jesus. I can get on board with him being the savior of my life, but I just having a hard time with all the foul representation that exists. And so as we're preaching that, people are coming to know the Lord every week, Joe, at Redemption Hill. It's just... You and I sit back and we're blown away at, at you know, I mean, you know, a, a month ago we had three people make first-time commitments and then we had seven people make first-time commitments. And then two weeks ago we had 11 people make first-time commitments and we had 34 people get baptized. And then we had five more new commitments this week. It just seems like every week as we're faithful to push Jesus and not our version of Christianity Jesus is coming and he's honoring it and people are coming to the Lord. And it reminds me of something that happened in Acts chapter two, right? Where, where it's Pentecost and, and the disciples um, are all up in this upper room. The Holy Spirit falls upon them. Peter comes outside. And because it's one of the, the, the major feasts of, of the Jewish um, of the Jewish people, Jerusalem's full of people, and all these people are gathered around, and Peter goes down. The Holy Spirit falls on believers. They start speaking in tongues. The people are wondering, what in the world is going on here? And Peter steps forward, and he says, hey, this is what... Joel talked about in the Old Testament that in the last days, God to pour out his spirit on people. And, and this is what you're beholding. And, and in Acts chapter two, um, in verse 33, um, he, in, when, when he's talking about Christ and, and what he did and he died for your sins, it says this, and being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, speaking of Jesus's resurrection and having received from the father, the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this, that you yourselves are seeing and hearing uh, for David did not ascend to the heavens, but he himself said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool. Let all the house, verse 36 of Israel, therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and and Christ, this Jesus, whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all those who are afar off, speaking of, I believe, us, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, save yourself from this crooked generation. 
Now verse 42, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer, and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all who had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad, generous hearts, praising God and having favor with people. And the Lord added to their number day by day, those who should be saved. Joe, this is phenomenal. What's happening right there. There, there's a revival happening and God's spirit is falling and, and people are getting saved by the thousands. We'll go on to tell all because there's this, this, pouring of God's spirit, this illumination of sin, where people are at, the message of repentance and the invitation to come and receive Christ. And so what I want to do on the other side of the break is I want to unpack this, talk about this a little bit, you know, kind of what we're seeing today, what you have seen in the past with this and in and, and other movements, and, and then just kind of conclude by by giving God glory as, as to what, what what's happening in the church. You're listening to Shouts of Grace. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill or Pastor Steve, visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's broadcast. Welcome back to the program in studio today with Pastor Joe Funicello from Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain. And just before the break, Joe, we read the section in Acts of where the Holy Spirit's being poured out. Uh, people are being saved. The believers are all together. Um, and God is just blowing them away. Um, you were a part of something in, in, the, in the 70s and 80s that you kind of saw this happening. Talk about what you saw, because there's a, re- a, a movie out recently that kind of you know captured all that and, and you personally witnessed it yes uh, i was a part of um calvary chapel costa mesa back then and um you know uh it, this this what was happening here what was happening then um it seems as if um well it was you know the uh, calvary chapel exploded um i remember um you know, being at Pirate's Cove before I was a Christian and seeing hundreds and hundreds of people uh, getting baptized uh, in the water. You know, I was down at the beach anyway um, and seeing this uh, take place and, and wondering what it was. But God, uh, it, it, it says here in the last part of chapter 2, and the Lord added to his church daily, it seemed as if um, it, it wasn't a difficult thing. It seems as if God was... Uh, looking for p- faithful people, and he found it in 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 Lonnie and Greg and Chuck uh, to just share the message, and God was doing the work, and so they were the people that were sharing the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and people were coming to the Lord, hippies in those days in droves, and they had kind of checked themselves out a lot um, in uh, in in just society. They lived a different lifestyle. They lived in communes and everything. And then God got a hold of their hearts and changed them from drugs to Jesus, from you know open sex to repentance and, and having a moral lifestyle. But they didn't do all those things first. They came to Jesus as they were, and God changed them. And God did this work. Man wasn't the one that authored this. God did it. 
Yeah. And what's happened since then is is been, you know, any, anytime God moves, the enemy wants to move too. And he wants to move to confuse or he wants to move to sometimes organize Jesus right out of it. Because what was happening during those days was something that was very organic, right? And so what, what happened, you know, in, in the years to come would be that, that, you know, not just within that, that particular movement, but, you know, religion started to kind of organize itself in these mass churches and God is moving and be a part of this church and be in, and, and, you know, you kind of, you know, God still moved in all that, but it's just like man to take a movement of the spirit and then try to add, you know, some, some quote unquote clarity to it. And they organize it. And sometimes they organize God right out of it. And so today, Joe, we, we have a situation that's somewhat similar, but in, in a lot of ways, a lot, a lot worse. We have a complete departure from, you know, from anything that's right and holy from the world, which it's always been, right? Even, even when the world is considered good people, there, there's biblical values in, in people's upbringing, even if they don't know God. But now it's, it's completely throwing it aside, and we don't even, you know, we, we can't even agree on, on how we were made, or, you know, were, were we made male or were we made female, or it really doesn't matter. I can pick what I want, and marriage, and just a number of things to where now there, there, there's a there's just this degrading of what's good and right in society and and the church a lot of the church has grabbed onto this and so there's there's no question what we need today is a revival we need another acts too we need an outpouring of god's spirit but along with that we need the message that peter gave them repent repent and turn towards god right and and i and i think the the temptation is to try to dim the light of the gospel because the world has become so dark. We don't want it to be so offensive that they won't respond. And and so now we're not really sharing the gospel of repentance. You got to turn towards God. You got to stop what you're doing. You got to be converted. You, you know, th- th- this is it. You know, now it's more of a, Hey, you know, God loves you and accepts you as you are come as you are. And, you know, and, and the mentality in the church is let, let community and relationship win people, but that's not the gospel. That's not the power of the gospel, right? The, 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 the Bible never tells us that community is the power of God to salvation. It tells us the gospel is, and repentance is a part of that in Christ died for your sin and you have sinned against God and you are not in the right and you have to stop and you have to turn around and you have to choose God and follow him and God will transform your heart and your mind. We we don't have that type of abrupt in your face stumbling stone gospel anymore because people are afraid, well, the world will run away. The world won't accept it. The world's already running away, Joe. They're already not accepting it. And so in some ways, it's almost like our message within the church is prohibiting the outpouring of God's spirit because God's not going to compromise this message. He's not going to. So, so what I love about, I want to talk about what's happening right now. What I love about what's happening, at least what we can see in our church, and I know what's happening in others is we're just sharing the part of the new Testament where it says Christ is a stumbling block and a rock of offense We're we're not purposefully, you know, trying to offend people, but we're sharing the gospel with them. You need to stop going the way you're going and you need to turn around. You need God. God doesn't need you, right? God will use you, but you're the one in need of salvation, right? So turn towards him. And as we're doing that, 
we're watching the byproduct of that. And a lot of people, I know a lot of people did it with Calvary Chapel when, 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 when we were in that. And many people will talk to me, you know, like, like what, what are you doing? And it, like, like we got some sort of book or secret that we're kind of employing, like, like, whoa, here, here's our secret. And here's how we do it. Like, well, let's hold a church conference on how to, no, here's what we're doing. We're just doing what Acts did. We're just tell, what we're doing what Acts did. Okay, well, all I know is we're sharing the gospel and people are coming in groves right now. And, and I think what people want, Joe, deep down inside is they want the Jesus of the Bible. They, they don't want the Jesus of the woke joke crowd. They don't want the Jesus of, you know, the, the ultra conservative political group. They want the Jesus of the Bible. Who is it that stepped into time and space and turned the world upside down? I want that person, right? And when you give them that and not a religion, there's something that just permeates through all the fog and just says, I want him. I want the one, Jesus of Nazareth, whom there's no salvation in any other name under heaven except his. And that, I believe that's why we're seeing happen what's happening. Yeah. Um, Peter said it very well. It's in Acts 3.19 when he said, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, and that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And I think... Um, you on Sunday mornings um, give a message, and it's very clear. Um, you know, we're you're not here to join our church. You're not here to be. You're here to come to Jesus, and give your life to Him. And I think as that is transpiring, you notice that people, um, God does His promise, like Peter says here. And all of a sudden, people have something they never had before. And we talked about it in the beginning of the broadcast. They have a relationship with God. Times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. All of a sudden, you're alive inside. All of a sudden, your heart and your life is touched by what? By God's Spirit, what He promised to do. And people had never experienced this before because we're all dead in our sins and trespasses. The Lord does, you come to Him, the Lord forgives you, gives you His Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, you have life. And you don't have, you don't care about a religion. You care about your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And that's what we're seeing. People are coming to the Lord. And you know, there isn't a program. There isn't anything, anything, you know, it's it's church and God is adding daily. And you know, what a wonder it is to just be stewards right now of what the Lord is doing. Um, and um, yeah, know, want to stay in Peter. that place. Peter never stood up in Acts in Acts two at the end. You, you never see him standing up and going, "Man, look at look at look at what I did. Yeah. <laughs> look at man, I I brought the people out today. Yeah. This is great. And, and look at what a great work. He he never did that. Peter just simply went out. He was faithful. He responded with the gospel, and the gospel did the work. Yeah. And then he just stood back and he watched God add to the church daily. And in yeah. Acts three, God or Acts four, God adds three thousand. Then he adds five thousand, and then he adds numbers that you can't even. And, and it wasn't that the numbers was what you looked at and go, "Wow, man, look at what well, we, we we really got a New Testament church that's thriving here in Jerusalem." It was God's spirit moving and saving people, and God got the glory mm. at the end of it all. We're out of time for uh, for this version 
of um, for this edition of Shouts of Grace. Listen, if you live in the northern Utah County area, we'd love uh, to have you be a part of what God is doing um, at Redemption Hill. Um, you know, if you don't have a church to go to, we'd love to we, we'd love to have you be a part of that. You can uh, meet us. You can meet up with us at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings at 9517 Mount Airy Drive um, in Eagle Mountain. Um, if you choose to come to the second service. You're going to have to get there early because there's not going to be any seats for you at 11.05. Um, so um, God's doing a special thing, and we're very blessed to be a part of it and very humbled. So um, if you want to go on to our website at um, rhutah.church, you can get other information. As well. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If you've been encouraged in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At ShoutsOfGraceRadio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.